How's it going, guys? Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I am your host, Zach, with uh, Spencer and Jay, my other co-host guys. Say hi. Hello. Hey, guys. Oh, man. So today we are talking about hockey, our first hockey podcast. I'm excited. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of stuff going around in hockey lately, so we're here to talk about it. Um, Jay is our guru, hockey guru. Just like last episode, we had Spencer as our um, baseball guru. And I'm just a sports guru. Like I know about a lot about just about everything. Yeah, I'm not a specific sport, uh, but these two definitely one loves baseball, and one loves hockey. I know that. So Jay, today we're gonna be focusing on you and asking questions to you. You ask questions to us, anything like that. But are you guys ready? I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, so guys, go to our Twitter at three idiots. Sports, <laughs> and uh, go ahead and follow us there. And uh, yeah, so let's get going. Um, first question Jay, I have for you: the NHL draft. Um, a lot of GMs are coming out saying they don't want it to be pushed forward. What do you think? Well, the GMs actually said they don't want it. They don't want the draft before the season ends. But I think. The NHL saw how popular the uh, NFL's draft was. Well, their plan is to push it to June 5th. And from what I've heard, it's not, this isn't up the up for discussion. This is going to be June 5th kind of deal. Mm. Um, I know Steve Eisenman himself said it makes no sense for the draft to be held before the season's over, which is true. I don't think there's a set way how they're going to determine like teams that are close to the playoffs, how they're going to pick and all that because the season's not over uh playoff roster or playoff teams aren't finalized and all that they're going to go on a weird system that they use or that, that they have so it'll be interesting to see how that turns out as a fan of course i want the draft to be as soon as possible but uh i agree with dms i don't think it makes sense to do it while the season's still going on spencer what do you what do you think with the that draft i mean i agree right spencer do you would you? Would you? But if you were the GM, they came and said, "We're going to push this draft forward," and be like, "No, not yet. It's not. It's not time yet." You know. I mean, I think if I mean, for the bad teams, I think it's a little easier because you're like, okay, cool. You know, we can prepare. If you're one of those teams, it's like a fringe playoff team, and or you don't know where you're going to end up. It's rough. Uh, I, I think they should push it back until the season ends, but you know that it's all about the money and the TV ratings. So, and the problem with that is nobody knows when the season's going to end. Maybe the season starts back in July, and then you'll have playoffs by October, mm-hmm. or the season ends by October. Well, middle late October is right around when the season normally starts up again. So I don't right. know how you, so how would you do, do the draft, that? free agency training camp i mean you're not going to go straight to uh another season yeah i'm not sure how that's all going to work I yeah it's going to be it's going to be action i think like it's god that'd be rough yeah and that's why i know um the khl you guys heard of the khl yep the they Russian, the Russian yep. hockey league yeah. yeah they said um that they're going to let free they said free are going to be able to sign with nhl teams by 
Well, actually, they were able to sign on May 1st, so, you know, so they're not moving anything back. They're not, and, they're, and then their season's under, I think, as, as well as, um, yeah, their season is, you know, suspended. Everybody's suspended. Every NHL, you know, AHL officially suspended. I think AHL officially suspended their league, um, if I do remember. But yeah, I don't know. I think this is just weird. If you suspended, think about it, but not canceled. Not like okay. I think the OHL is canceled, um, but I think the AHL suspended, like the NHL is. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it just can you imagine go playing hockey in July, and then, and then having the playoffs in October? How, do you guys think they would? How how would the that how would that work with just coming? Hey, um, you, you come right off a of fresh off the ice in October. We're gonna play next month. How many games uh, have no, they played so far? They have played seventy, so there'd be twelve more left. Oh, they were so close. They were. It was right like basketball. They only had maybe about a week, two weeks left. Yeah, I mean, if if you get this thing going again in June, ah man, maybe do a condensed playoff format. And then try to restart maybe I don't know. I doubt you get it done in June, um, because you're still I think they're still gonna give teams about a month to get engined. Yeah. Kind of like a mini training camp deal. I don't think it starts till July, to be honest. Nah, that's probably more realistic. Not allowed to start practicing in like mid to late May, which I doubt it. Well I Maybe the NHL does what the to do, and like as states open, they'll let the teams open their facilities, which I didn't work for the NBA because yeah. the players were like, "Yeah, no, nah, we're not not doing that." And the uh, and it, uh, the Canadian Prime Minister said, anybody that comes into the country for hockey, they got to be tested for the NHL. They got to be tested. Yeah. I think they tested, too. they'd be a mandatory, mandatory quarantine. quarantine. Mandatory yep. quarantine. Yeah. Okay. So. And I think hockey is the hardest of it's get. I think it's gonna it's getting hit the hardest out of these sports. I think because there's so much more preparation. Um, the guys coming up and down from the minors and all that. It's just I think I think it's more more work to be an NHL player than anything else. Well, at this point, you're not gonna get too many call ups or send downs. At least uh, so. That's not a huge deal. And plus, minus the regular season, two Canadian teams that would be in the playoffs. So that wouldn't be a huge deal with the mandatory quarantine. Who are those two teams? No, there'd be three, actually. Uh, Edmonton, Calgary, and Winnipeg. Okay. And that's all in the West. Come. So that'd be kind of easier then. Could they just make them like... I in Toronto, my bad. Oh. Four. So... Could they? Do you think if they would play? Because I know the NBA is throwing around a lot of stuff like um, playing in one arena. You know. Um. Yeah. Hockey. They're playing like all the rest of their games in like this place in New Hampshire or something. Interesting. But I'm not. I don't really know how that would work. Every day outside hockey. Yeah, kind of like the MLB wanted to do all their games in Arizona. Yeah. There's. uh, I mean. This is a situation where I'm glad somebody else has to figure it out. Yeah, man, yeah. it's very hard. Yeah, there's, there's no way to make everybody happy here. So. Well, absolutely impossible. And every all the players are are just not on board um, with no none of these players in any sports are on board with anything right now because it's so hard. 
The next CBA is gonna be great. Oh, these guys, these guys don't get. Um, do these guys get are getting paid? Are these guys getting paid and everything still? Like, how do you guys know how that? Works I have no idea how it works in any sport. Yeah, I'm not I'm sure. Assuming they do. Yeah, this, these are definitely these are definitely tough times right now for all of sports. I'm, I'm guessing they're just not getting their game checks, and they're probably just getting salary. So, because that's how the the teams like it's they pay like some teams pay guys differently. Every player gets a game check worth a certain amount, but then you get different checks coming in for other stuff. So yeah, it's gonna be weird. So yeah, it's definitely a weird time right now for sports in general, especially hockey. So, because you have you have two countries playing, you have the United, you know, you have Canada teams and you have United States teams. So, and just like every other sport, but except football, not yet. Um, well, I just don't, I just don't, I don't know, I just don't see us having sports for the whole year. I don't, I don't think there's going to be a time where this COVID nineteen allows teams to let each other come and play, or I mean, come and practice or do anything. I just don't, I don't know, I don't see it. So I kind of. I hope something happens and everything goes back to normal, but it, it's going to be a long time. I think football is our next sport we're going to watch. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. I think it'll be baseball. Baseball? You think yeah, baseball will come yeah. back? Yep. I think the MLB is so desperate to start right now. I think that they'll do anything, even if it's like the only Arizona or the, uh, the what What were they talking about? Doing like, a, like the league thing where they do Arizona, Texas, Florida. So you could see the NHL maybe do something like that too. Yeah. Okay, Jay. Taylor Hall, former NHL yep. VP, is going to be a free agent. Where do you think he could end up? Well, I think he said he doesn't want to play in Canada. He wants to play for a contender, but I don't know how many contending teams are really in the market to sign him. Um, I don't know. Everybody in the NHL is wondering right now because there's no real idea. I doubt he stays with Arizona, though. Yeah, I, I don't see him staying with Arizona either. Um, I know one team that's very, very interested is the Oilers. Well, that's that's where he played, I don't know, two seasons ago before he yeah. got traded to uh, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And bring him back. I mean, he's, he was a, he was a former Hart Trophy winner, man. He's, he's, and he's only 28. I, I also don't think Edmonton's going to have the cap to sign him. So he's, they're assuming, they're assuming he can, he's going to be making around 8.5 million. So you don't see Edmonton having enough cap to do any, any wiggle room for that. Uh, unless they trade away some players. No, I don't think so. Hmm. I just hope Edmonton doesn't waste Conor McDavid's career. Oh, you, you think, you think Conor McDavid's getting wasted there? They haven't won anything yet. And they're not particularly close. I mean, not a lot of teams haven't won anything. I mean, when you look back at it, the last ball been either Chicago, Boston, or um, who am I missing? Caps. Chicago, Boston, the city on Tampa's won anything yet. That's true. Uh, Austin Matthews hasn't won anything. Ovechkin just won something, so it's not. And that took him forever. It's not like the MLB where there's a different winner every year. It's, it's only about three teams that have a realistic shot at it every year. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, that's man. true. It's well, I mean, it's kind of it's the same. It's almost the same in every sport, really. There's only a, a certain you know handful of teams that actually have a shot at winning the whole thing. Yeah, so I don't say he would waste his career. I mean, he's best player in the NHL. Yeah, I can agree with that. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Ovi's still pretty good. 
I mean, no, McDavid's the I, best player yeah. in the NHL. Well, no, it's either him or uh, his uh, German teammate. Oh, um, dressed as so. Yes. So, with that being said, then, um, McDavid, he, I will, I think he's. I remember when he came into the league, and he was so hyped, and he, you know, he. He was that he was good, so he you know, people knew he was going to be good. And then he went to Edmonton, and now finally Edmonton's kind of starting to click, where you know, so getting some players in and there and winning here and there. Um, but what about Colorado? Um, Jay, do you think Colorado had the ch- had well had the chance to win the Stanley Cup this year, or was Boston just too good? I mean. Who knows in the West? The West is wide open between St. Louis, Colorado, Edmonton, uh, Vegas. And then Nashville is always a tough out in the playoffs. So it's wide open in the West. But no, I think the cup would either came from Boston or Tampa. Tampa. Um, St. Louis. St. Louis is always a tough team in the playoffs, too. I remember, you know. Um, oh yeah, and they're they're the defending Stanley Cup champions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh, they're always a pain in the ass to uh, to stop. Just with Crosby. Pittsburgh is, but they're getting old. They are getting very old. Yes. Uh, okay, so do you guys think? Because um, I actually I saw um, NHL twenty did like a like a sim through the of the season, and I guess they've done like ten of them. And Boston has won like eight of them, eight of the ten um, leagues, uh, where the stands, like where the games have played right now, and then they send the rest of the uh, the year. They um, Boston's have won like eight out of ten of them, or something. So, you know, Boston's team is good this year. They were le- uh, leading for that uh, the President's Trophy. So, and St. Louis was not far behind, but that Boston team, Boston's always I mean, been eight good. points. Hey, Boston still got styled on by the Red Wings. <laughs> they did. They yeah, did. That's true. Um. Okay. I guess we could talk about some wings now. Um. I saw Eve. this article. Uh. Here on the Detroit News. Um. Do you guys? Do you guys think the Red Wings will be able to keep their quote unquote dangerous number one line? I mean, yeah. Larkin's tied down. Mantha's going to be a free agent, but they're going to re-sign him, and Tyler Bertuzzi's not going anywhere either. So, yeah, they'll have those three. I agree with Jay there. Because you're not going to let those three go anywhere, especially Larkin's tied down for how many years? Was it oh, God. seven? I think it was somewhere around that, yeah, if I remember correctly. It's like yeah, between they, five and seven. They signed him, yeah, they got they locked him down long term. And, and um, those three guys are definitely the future. Keep them in the same line. Because those guys are going to be scary good. So, oh, yeah. And I love um, I love those three. Nolan Larkin's contract was five years, $30.5 million. So five years, $6 million a year. And I, I know uh, Stevie Stevie loves those three. So he's, he pictures them as the you know a significant part of the Wings' future. So you're not going to let those guys, any of those guys go anywhere. For sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Ottawa's so Ottawa has uh thirteen. Excuse me. Yeah, thirteen players that are gonna be 
hitting the um, they don't have actually they don't have contracts for next year's season. Um, do you know a lot about uh, Ottawa's cap space or anything like that? No idea about Ottawa's cap space. I'm sure they'll re- resign who they want though. Okay. Um, are they anywhere near? No, they're not. They're god, god awful, god awful. Um, no, but they're two of the top three or at least top five picks in the draft. Oh wow! Because they have theirs and they have San Jose. Okay, so they have the Ottawa and San Jose are the <laughs> two worst teams after the Red Wings. Oh, my question. Uh, we've talked about this before. Was uh, you think Ovi's going to burn for goals? I think so. Um, he's still like you mentioned. A little while ago, I think he he's still looking good. He's only early thirties. I think he's about thirty two, thirty three. Um, I think doing the math, he would have to play another seasons, and I think he definitely could do that. I think if he wants the record, he'll have the record when it's all said and done. Yeah, I I I've always looking at the numbers the last couple seasons. I think he uh, I think he'll get it. And he just, you know, knock on wood for him. He doesn't get hurt. He puts up all 50 goals here. Who, um, Jay, who, who, in your opinion, who is a better playoff player between Crosby and um, Ovechkin? Um, well, I, I'm not Ottawa. Washington a bunch before uh, winning it two years ago, so I'd say Crosby. Yeah, because Crosby, man, he has, he's like third all-time... Uh, with points in the uh, playoff, uh, in the play during the during the playoffs, so like it's that that's just that's a crazy. He's like I think it's like a hundred and hundred and eighty plus. I don't know somewhere around that. That's just crazy. So um, would you rather? Okay, so if back in let's go back many years, and would you rather have Crosby or Ovechkin to start a team? Jay Crosby. Crosby, Spencer, what do you think? Oh, it's tough. I'm biased toward Ovi, but probably Crosby. I love Ovi, but Crosby's a center and Ovi's a winger, and Crosby does more. Mm-hmm. He's more important. He's the more important part. Ovechkin might be the greatest scorer of all time, but Crosby's no slouch at scoring, and he's a and he's like a quarterback he, on the fi- on the ice, man. He he, you know, he does it all. Jay, so yep. Red Wings, they are we know dead last. They're like. 20-something points behind the next team. How many years is it going to take, do you think, in your opinion, for the rebuilding to get us back to the playoffs? Because you don't know how players are going to pan out. You don't. We don't know who's going to get drafted. We don't know what trades are going to be made with Eisenman. We don't know the free agent signings. But saying all that, I'm going to say a minimum of at least another three years. Spencer, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I would say probably... If they're lucky, two years, but I, I think Jay's right on there with at least three. They're in the same situation the Tigers are. They're in a rough spot, and it's just going to take time for uh, management to dig them out of it. Yeah, the Detroit Red Wings right now are basically the 2003. Yeah. Like, the Red Wings are historically bad this year. They have a goal, differenti- goal differential of a minus 122. Oh, my gosh. That is really bad. <laughs> so they're, they're they are not. historically. <laughs> so it's definitely not. They're not ready. I know Eiserman is. He's trying his hardest to put the pieces together, and 
get them. And I know, um, I know. I don't think Jimmy's Jimmy Howard's gonna come back. Yeah, he's. Um, I, I think I he will something. be back. You think so? I thought. I thought. I read I think, something that said that they were gonna move on. I think at the end of the day, he'll get an, uh, at least another year or two. They just can't say no to him, huh? Uh, depends on who's out there. I mean, you got nobody in the system. I mean, he trade like he played like. Tra- you don't have anybody else besides Bernier. Bernier will be your starter, but you don't have a backup. That is, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's just it, he. Ah, I like Jimmy Howard. He just he struggled mightily this year. He he has been like a guy I have been trying to say. Okay, next year he'll be okay. He'll be he'll do better next year. And I think it just keeps coming where it's not happening anymore. Uh, he's getting older. His defensemen are, are pretty bad. You know, it's it's that doesn't help. Oh, I found it. Article from uh, Detroit Free Press beat writer Helen St. James. Uh, goaltender Jimmy Howard isn't expected back with the Red Wings. Uh, she says that, but I think he'll be a Red Wing for at least another year or two. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a month ago. That's the latest. Is he? Uh, is his contract up or? Yeah, yeah, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yep. Oh, I'm sure he'd sign. He 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 wouldn't. Cost it's going money. to be cheap. He's been gutter trashed. This- yeah, he he's been really really bad. Okay, good. His his save percentage is like eight something. Like he might have had. He was by far the worst goalie in the NHL this year. Yeah, yeah, he was. But uh, Jay defenseman. Uh, I was reading a free press article that said there's a, a few uh, really good um, uh, unrestricted free agents uh, this coming off season. Uh, do any of them interest you? Like guys like Alex Petrangelo, Tori Krug, Tyson Berry. Um, they all interest me. Whether they sign here or not is the question. Yeah, uh, Red Wings will be able to pay them because they have a lot of cap room. But do they want to play? We'll mm, see. Yeah, because I wouldn't mind getting a if guy I was like. A- if I was a big-time defenseman, I wouldn't want to play for Detroit. Yeah, yeah that's true. But, I mean, maybe maybe but, you could lure a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk. Maybe, but he doesn't really help your problem. He's more of an off... That's true. I think out of the three you listed, I think Petrangelo would be the number one guy. Yeah. He's coming off a seven-year, $45 million contract. Yeah. How old is he? The Blues tied up. Their defenseman for a yeah with Bo Meester and Petrangelo. Hey, they got a they got a Stanley Cup out of it. Yeah, he might resign actually with the Blues now that uh Bo Meester's coming out of like a what did he get hurt? I don't think it was a heart attack, but I think it was something heart related. Ah, uh, oh, was that him that like, collapsed on the ice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was scary. That was very. Oh my God. Reminded me of uh, when Yuri Fisher did that for the Red Wings yes. in 2005, mm-hmm. yes, I remember, 2004, yeah. collapsed on the well, game. Yep, that's so scary. Jay, is there any uh, is there any NHL prospects you're excited about coming up with this draft? Uh, I mean, you're gonna have depending on what rules you go with. Detroit could have either the first or second pick if they go with the rules they're implementing if they draft June 5th. Uh, draft-wise, you've got one guy who's basically at the top, who's the no-doubter number one. Uh, the guy below him, who's basically the no-doubter number two. And then you've got kind of tier three who are really good players. 
and there's about three or four of them. But uh, if you get the number one pick, it better be the selection better be Alexi Lafreniere. Oh, the kid from the uh, KMJHL. Q- yep, KMJHL. Me. He's by far and away the best player in this year's draft. He's a big time playmaking winger. Um, there's actually a guy from Saginaw Spirit um, on the list. He's the fourth prospect. He's a center. Uh, his name is Cole Perfetti. Anybody? Yeah, he's not one of those top guys, though. It would I would still take Lafreniere or Byfield. Uh, Quentin Byfield. Or Alexander Holtz, or the guy that uh, Eiserman's really high on, Tim Soltz, uh, Soltzley? Oh, the German. Tim Stutzel. The German. Stutzel. Yep, that's right, Tim Stutzel. The gotta German, ask, yeah, yeah. Gotta have, gotta have the German in the group say the German name. <laughs> yep. I was saying his right. name today, too. Just couldn't come up with it. Tim Stutzel, I love it. Um, yeah, he, uh, I, I was looking at and him. And even uh, Jamie Drysdale. Jamie Drysdale. Pick before the Perferetti. I'm reading uh, Lucas Raymond. Yeah, he's from the OHL as well. As well. Yep. I'm reading uh, an, uh, an NHL mock draft, and it has uh, it has uh, Alexis Lafreniere, Quinton Byfield, Jamie Drysdale, Stutzel as the top five. Yeah, I would say all the f- I would say Stutzel, Holtz, Raymond, Byfield, and Lafreniere are all ahead of. By, of um, Drysdale, yeah. Drysdale's the number one defenseman, but the wingers, five wingers, who are considered better than him. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. So as much as I, as the much as Red Wings need defense, if they get the number one or number two pick and they take Drysdale, I would be disappointed. Yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you don't can't pass up on uh, on the fir- those first two Byfield and uh, Lafreniere. 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 Yep. French. If, uh, the Red Wing... French? Or is that his he... If the Red Wings do get number two, I think they do pass up Byfield and go with Stutzel. Like I said, the whole stat Eisenman really, really likes him. I, mean, I trust Stevie, so. I, uh, yeah, I, I do too. It seems like him. he knocked it out of the park with uh, Mo Snyder this last draft. Oh, it's uh, Mo Snyder, the defenseman? The big German defenseman, yep. Yeah, A lot played... of people. Uh, a lot of people. Didn't like the pick, but he's looking really, really good in the AHL. Yeah, he's played really well down there. And um, what's scary is that, uh, like you said, Jay Ottawa has two first-round picks, and they're the top two, pi- or the top three picks in there. And they have them. The mock draft I'm looking at, they have them taking Byfield and uh, Tim Strutzel. So that would be pretty scary to see those, you know. Tim Strutzel. <laughs> we'll see how the lot. God, I hate lotteries so much. I know, I hate lottery picks. I do too. Me and Jay were talking about that this, this morning, and it's such it's, a pain. It's just so backward. If a team is bad, you give them the number one pick. Especially, I know. Ah. Especially when you come up to something like this, like in the NBA or in the NHL, be bad and then get screwed out of the number one pick. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't help you. It doesn't help it doesn't the league. Help it doesn't help the team. Cough, cough. NBA. Yeah. It, you screwed the Knicks out of a marketable star, and quite possibly because of screw them out of the next uh, NHL star as well. Yep. 
Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's lotteries are so backward. It is, and it's, it's very, and I think it's, I, I mean, I know, I, I think it's rigged. I'm gonna say that because oh, listen, yeah. um, the the NBA, it's rigged. These, there's no way. I was so upset. I was so like, yeah, R.J. Barrett, great player. Nick's got a good player, but they should have been the number one team. Yeah, and Morant. And well, yeah. the moment you knew it was rigged was when the Lakers somehow jumped from like ten to three. Yeah, for and that I was, yeah, I was that was the point I was getting to. There's no freaking way the Lakers should go from the tenth, technically what they should be the tenth seed to the third seed. No, I way. think the worst. I think the lottery can work. But there has to be provisions. Like the number one, the worst team can't pick outside the top three. True. Okay. Yeah. yeah I like that. Or like uh, the number three team, number three worst record can't pick outside. Something like that. Yeah. You got to have provisions like that. And maybe once you get outside the top five teams, then you can go like no restrictions. But yeah, I just, I, I agree. The I way think- they do it now, I, don't like it at all yeah i think you're right i think they should implement restrictions on that and i know that i know the lotteries are supposed to uh come uh combat tanking like hey you know just because you're really bad doesn't mean you're gonna get the number one pick it's like yeah but most teams aren't trying to tank yeah like the red wings aren't trying to tank they're They're just just that bad the tigers aren't tanking they're just that bad and I think I think um, no no team is going to come out and say, "Hey, I'm tanking to get this guy in the draft." There's just no, they're not going to do that. And teams don't tank because that one they lose they lose a crap ton of money when this happens. That something like that happens when they are that bad. They lose money on revenue, uh, seating, you know, att- the attendance and everything. It's just get get rid of the you know what? Screw it. Get yeah. rid of the lottery. Get rid of the lottery. No more. Let's let these guys worst team well, it's, number it's- one. It's like, well, if teams really wanted to tank, you think the Dolphins would have done it? Oh, big time! They they wouldn't yeah. have gone five and eleven, or down the last nine games of the season, and you know ended up with the fifth pick rather than just say screw it, we're gonna win one game, get the number one pick, and get whoever the number one quarterback. Right. No, they yeah, wouldn't have done that. And what are you going to punish? Det- are you going to punish Detroit for having their quarterback hurt for three fourths of the season? Yeah, like the Lions weren't trying to tank. They wanted to win, but hey, when you have a a top, you know, 10 quarterback in the league go out for half the season, you're going to be bad. Especially when your backup is David Blau. Yeah, and that's No offense to David Blau if you ever listen to the podcast. I appreciate what you did. Yeah, Blau, you came and helped us through troubling you, times. You tried your best and you're, I appreciate that. You almost beat the Bears on Thanksgiving and that was quite it was, hilarious. It but. was enter- it was entertaining, but you you're not Maddie we don't expect you to win games. <laughs> <laughs> Same with uh, Jeff Driscoll. You did your best, but you know, you're not Matt Stafford. No, no, nobody is Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is his own human. He is my quarterback. I saw that, Spencer. I saw that on your Twitter. Yes, <laughs> I agree with you. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna take a little ad break here for a second. Um, so we'll be right back at the podcast, and uh, yeah, see you in a second. Okay, Jay. Um, question about the Red Wings again. Um, do you think anybody is near the talent of Datsuk and Zetterberg? I guess not Datsuk no. and Zetterberg in their prime. Just anyone that could be those guys, though? No. There just isn't. There's not even too many people in the NHL like Zetterberg and Datsuk. Zetterberg might have been the best two-way forward in the last 
hell, 10 years, maybe 50. Um, there's not many people who can uh, create an open space out of nothing like that. Um, no, even if Zadina reaches his potential, he's not that Zook. He's a big time, could be 40 plus goal scorer every year, but he's still not that Zook or Zetterberg. Yeah, they're I, just yeah. different players. They, yeah, the different different breeds, man. Zetterberg and Datsuk were two of the best leaders you'll ever see, too. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they really were. Like, I mean, the cl- the closest player to Zetterberg might be Crosby now. Learned how to play defense a little bit, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Nobody on the Red Wings for sure. I mean, Larkin's two way forward, but he's not anywhere near Zetterberg's level. Oh, not at all. Will he get there? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But who knows? God, I wish uh, I wish Hank could have finished his career healthy. Uh, I a lot of people do. Yeah, we would have. Uh, Me, including. It would have been nice to see him. Yeah. Still, it would have been cool to see him get like you know his uh, get his farewell tour like you know all the greats get, but crap happens. It sucks. Yeah, same thing with uh, Nick Cronwell. Yep. yep. Injuries catch up, and they've been hurt for probably every season for the past four years at least. Oh man, you're, yeah. just your body going. You know, your body is what's going through every time you go up and down that ice. Yeah, it's just you see that a lot of players. It's funny because like a lot of guys will play hockey forever, and then all of a sudden it's just one season, and you're just boom done. Well, uh, was there any team, any teams in the um that? There's the season, I guess the season's, you know, the season stopped. Is there any teams that when the outside looking in the playoffs, like Vancouver, Minnesota, Arizona, maybe Chicago, um, that you would, you think would have made a playoff, made a push to go to the playoffs, Jay, any of those teams? Well, I mean, the Islanders are only one point out of a wild card. Same with the Rangers and Panthers. Vancouver's tied for a wild card spot but is out of it due to regulation and overtime win the wild is only one point out so yeah there's still three or four teams that uh, have a pretty good uh pretty good chance if they still play it out and i think that's why a lot of teams are pushing they want to finish the season because you know you have a chance to get the playoffs you know it's it sucks to see what it is damn coronavirus i know man and and it's it's really taking a toll because like these these sports teams are losing so much money um i know i guess the yeah but everybody's losing money these teams like these owners got billions i don't feel bad for them yeah like you can't yeah every team's losing money right now it's not like uh college sports where one team would be losing a lot more money than another though yeah yeah or it's like this if this happens in college, like Michigan's fine, but you know, northern Michigan's probably not doing so great. Yeah, central out outside of the power five conferences, uh, you're in trouble. Yeah. Especially for like a team like Eastern who have been debating about whether or not to even have a football program. Also true. Also very true, yes. That's right. That's right. And it's it's just it sucks to see this, but you know, and Everybody's getting through it together. We're trying. We're trying to get through it. Practice social distance, everybody. Okay. Um, social distancing, my friend. <laughs> so, is there any teams that you guys are, are, I guess, still are excited watching in the in the this year's um, 2019-20 season? Buffs, I can't wait to watch it. 
I, I still like watching playoff hockey, even if the Red Wings aren't in it. It's still fun. And, um, and who who is you guys' uh, I guess favorite team to win it now? Ooh, my favorite team left. Ooh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I'd probably go with the Caps, just because Ovi's my favorite player. So, Jay, what do you think, man? Who's your Who's your favorite um, to move on? Well, my favorite to win it all is, like I said a little while ago, Boston or Tampa. One of those teams will win it this year. Um, favorite team to watch in the playoffs? Um, I don't know, St. Louis. They play uh, not the most exciting brand of hockey all the time, but they're usually defensively sound. Um, Nashville's watch if they stay in the wild card. Uh, Edmonton should be fun to watch. You know, I'm, and the Flyers are really good. Yeah, and I was just about yeah. to say that. Yeah, I was like, I would, I was, ex- I was exciting watching the um, the Flyers this year. I just like the way they were, their team was playing this year, and ex- how exciting, uh, how exciting it was. I always like the Flyers uniforms when I was yeah. a kid, and they have the coolest mascot I think ever. Gritty. Low key, kind of the creepiest one ever, but he's still kind of cool. Not he low just, key. He's a, it's not even low key. He is a hundred percent the creepiest outside of maybe the Stanford tree. <laughs> <laughs> Those big old goog. Yeah, uh, he's he's a he's a weird duck, man. Hi, welcome to Stanford, where our our nickname is the color that we go by, but our mascot is a tree. A tree. No, they're the Cardinals, right? No, the cardinal, like the color. Oh, what? Really? Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Okay, that's very dumb. <laughs> Bunch of smart kids with a dumb mascot. Well, I guess you can't be uh, book smart and street smart. You know, that's true. Um, yeah, that's very true. We know that is true. I've got a lot of friends like that. I can't tell you what E equals MC squared means, but I can't tell you what a gun does. <laughs> For a different podcast, and we're getting very <laughs> off topic. Yes, we are. <laughs> Join us next week on our new podcast, Three Idiots Talk Politics. <laughs> oh. How'd we get from guns to politics? I don't know. That's the way this podcast is going. He's just kidding. <laughs> we are never talking about politics on this ever. No, we are never going to talk would... politics. It, listen, this is going to be a sports <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey, man, we're having fun. We're here to entertain. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, hockey. <laughs> Oh, Jay, uh, Jay, is there any L- other um, prospects other than, like, the for sure top ten guys that you're interested in? Like, is anybody in the second round, third round, anybody later who done research on, anything like that? Um, um, I, I usually because... I know the Wings have two, every, two third-rounders, so... Every year there's players that fall that you wouldn't think. Um, second round, guys like uh, Noah Anderson from... Sweden, Colby Ambroso, who plays uh, in the USHL, so the developmental league. Um, maybe a guy who falls out of the second round or first round, like Emil Andre, also from. Those would be players to look at. Is it? Do you th- Jay? Do you think it's harder for NHL pr- uh, or NHL teams to kind of f- do their research on a NHL prospect more than in any other sport, or? Um, they've all got it down to a science. Um, so I, I think they're right there with any other sports team, but is it or yeah, just because 
unlike all the other major leagues, you're getting a bunch of players from a def- uh, bunch of different countries outside of the ones Finland and Sweden and Russia, who are the main three. Then Germany's really starting to develop now. You've also got the uh, Czech Republic. So yeah, uh, Switzerland, they're starting to uh, turn out some pretty high prospects every year now. So it's there's a lot more to scout in the NHL, but like I said, there's scouts. It's a science now. It's no early 90 Red Wings where we're going to be the only team who scouts Sweden and Russia, so... Yeah, and and that's what I was. I'd always wondered that, like, how hard is it to go? Like, I mean, now, like you said, the science they have, you know, the science, the videos, all that good stuff. But I, I just how hard it is to go and do your research on this kid playing in some Swedish league or you know some Russian uh, Russian league. You know, it's just you don't see that NFL because or, yeah, in NFL because we don't have you know we don't have anybody outside of that i mean the nba is kind of like that but not really you know you still have your players that are overseas but they're not as big as it is in hockey because hockey really is so broad and has so many countries to put together Um, well each team has has like at least two or three sky like the red wings have at least two or three guys in russia two or three guys in sweden um and then probably two or three guys to scout over Germany and Finland and uh, Switzerland. Oh, okay. So, so they do have teams that are, are play, uh, scout. They do have scouts that are assigned. And do they stay there? Do you know if they stay? What? What are they? Like, how do you? How does that? How does that? How does that happen? I'm like, they stay pretty there? sure they stay there all. They stay there all year until round. draft time. Okay. And yeah, they, send, they like send the scouts. They pay for like hotels and uh, like or housing or whatever. Well, some of the scouts. There. Some of the scouts even live there. Like. Uh, the biggest overseas scout he lives in sweden so he just oh, okay you know stays there the whole yeah and I mean, um I, good job when uh fedorov was playing for the biggest team in moscow he was uh a part-time red wing scout scouting russia so yeah usually the uh scouts that's are from that country then live there already yeah and uh dip to i think to your nba point i think it's easier for the nba because a lot of the kids overseas they come over here and play in college before they uh, go to but, the pros but you're starting to have that trend with uh kids going to play overseas true and that then you still true. have the Donchiches who play in europe because they're yep. from there players who move to canada to play like high school and travel ball i don't think there are too many players that come overseas to play college i mean you might get a one or two a year that do do it but yeah and and uh yeah a lot of those guys are going away in the nba and and you know you don't going to see that um a lot in the nhl because you're gonna you know a lot of these guys get drafted and then they're gonna go down a couple leagues and play in the ohl you know other other leagues in america and canada um and do you think do you guys think that um and another thing for scouting prospects in the NHL, there's there's the World Juniors tournaments. So there might be two big uh, tournaments where you'll see the biggest uh, prospects a year. And then now those are, those kids are up against those guys are up against each other, and that could really tell you who's who's good. And you know, yeah, I mean, a, a guy like Mo Snyder 
or a Tim Stutzel. Let's like keep it on the draft. So um, next year, there's going to be an ex- expansion team, the Seattle. I don't know what their name is. What I don't they? think they have a name yet. They don't have. Oh, yep. The Seattle who needs a name. That's what they're named right now. The Seattle who needs a name. Um. So those guys are coming in with the expansion draft. Is there any um word yet about who's going to be on the exp- who's going to be available? The teams get to choose, correct? Who? Yeah, no, you're not gonna, there? you're not gonna know who's available like may, until like maybe two days. Yeah, until each, those lists get until those lists get submitted, which is I don't know, two or three days before the draft. You're not gonna know. Yeah, because the teams I mean, you are gonna have a general idea, but the team, but you'll you'll have an idea based on contracts, age, all that stuff. Kind of like when they did the draft for uh, Vegas. Um, but yeah, no, it's gonna be kind of a toss up because uh. The, the the other thirty one teams get to only protect a certain amount of players, right? Yeah. Like they only get like a certain amount per position. Yeah, so yeah I think it's like seven forwards yeah. and then a goalie or something like that. There's two different ways you can do it. I know because I remember so, the Red Wings lost uh, one of them. So go ahead, Spencer. The uh, the Seattle hockey team nicknames that are up for debate. The favorites are Seattle Kraken. Or the uh, Seattle Sockeyes. Excuse me, what? The Sockeyes. The what? <laughs> Did you say sock like S O C K? Sock, yeah, sockeye. Sockeyes. It's a fish. Oh, it's a fish. Okay, all right, that's fine. Uh, the Seattle Metropolitans. So you'd have the Seattle Mets. Seattle Steelheads. It's probably going to be the Kraken. Yeah, it's not going to be the Mets. The Kraken. I guarantee you. I'm sure the New York Mets already have a trademark on it. Mm-hmm. I've heard uh, Seattle Totems is another one they could use. Okay. Yeah. I see that. But I agree with you, Spencer. More than likely, it'll be the Kraken. I, I think the Kraken's the coolest one. I think that's I do too. That's cool, dude. Like a Kraken's just this big coming, a, badass coming out of the ice. Squid. Yeah. Coming out of the ice with hockey, with a hockey helmet and one tooth. They said they too mean, if they're the if they're the Seattle Kraken, the fans could be called the crackheads. It depends if you get a fun owner and a fun GM. If not, then there's no way that's you get a fun settle. one. That's, that's a chance. Settle, like if you man. get like a, if you get a Mark Cuban, hell yeah, it's happening. Oh yeah, my crackhead fans. So it's like how am I gonna be great, dude? I'd buy a jersey saying crackhead on it. I mean, if they named themselves the Seattle Kraken, I'd be down. Yeah, I'd be a crackhead. Um, I also oh. saw, I also saw the Sasquatch, the Seattle Sasquatch. Seattle Sasquatch doesn't really roll off the tongue good, but the Seattle Squatch, the Seattle will be squatches. Um, I like I like sea lions because you could just sit there and be like the whole time, <laughs> like a sea lion. <laughs> That's funny. Spencer, what are you gonna do? What would it, what would you do on the, if you were a fan there with the uh, if they were the sea lions? It, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know what a sea lion sounds like. I'll have to look at one and try to. Find I am not one. a marine biologist. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm YouTubing sea, uh, sea, sea lion, lion noises. noises. <laughs> um, I saw somebody. People are... Actually, it's it's uh it's like that. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. <laughs> You're welcome. Come to our podcast next time. Next week, we're gonna learn about 
manatees. Manatees, yeah. Or narwhals. Seattle manatees. You know, I think a team needs to name themselves unicorns and make a pink jersey. Please, please, God, no. <laughs> um, there's a movement right now, though, with Seattle's team name, and people want the Sonics to come back. People want the Sonics to come back so bad. By the NBA. Yep. And, and, and um, the NBA, yeah, the NBA, yes. So the NBA is going to expand, and they're going to put a-, a team back in Seattle? Yeah, it's going to happen. It has to, man. There's so many people wanting it. Um, I, 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 have I think I actually I think feeling. I think this is uh, the Seattle coming to the NHL has kind of been like, hey, you NBA fans, just sh- 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 just shut up for a while. Here's your NHL team. See how you do. This team, the NHL, this NHL team, is the answer to Seattle's wanting a team, uh, sport, another sports team to come in there. But hey, they have a WNBA team, so that's real cool. Yeah, they said there's the building of that new arena in seattle yeah there's there's a shot that they make a push to get an nba team in in, uh in an expansion uh adam silver said there's no plans but he's open to ideas okay guys i have a couple uh players you would want to be added as to start your franchise with okay so i'm gonna give you um kind of like a poll here we're gonna kind of do like a um uh a bracket so i have my number one um ovechkin versus number eight uh nicholas lindstrom this is this is not based off of me this is based off of somebody doing like um a thing like a thing on their own okay who out of that those two ovechkin lindstrom are we talking about in their primes yes yes they're all in their primes their best their best hockey at that time and starting a team around? And starting a team around, yeah. Nick Lidstrom. Nick Lidstrom as well. Why I can why get a Nick lot Lidstrom? of I I can get a lot of goal scorers, maybe not or definitely not as good as Ovechkin, but goal scorers are easier to find than a complete defenseman. Maybe the best defenseman of all time. Maybe. Nick Lidstrom is my favorite player of all time, so I'm going with him. Okay, so eight seed already taken down uh uh Ovechkin there. Uh, let's see. It shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been an eight seed. Yeah, and I and I think it's it's weird that uh, that he is an eight seed. So let me see more here. Um, okay. Um, number two is uh, Sidney Crosby against number seven. I don't know why he was on number seven, but Yamir Yager. Crosby uh, for the Crosby. same reason. Crosby as well, and just the same reasons that he's he's your he's yeah, like he, he's the he's gonna run your he's gonna run your whole team. You know, he's gonna run my whole team. Yep. His position does more, and I can find goal scores for cheaper. All right, here we go. Here's the one I agree with. Number three. Um, Pavel Datsuk against number six, Joe Thornton. Mm, uh, I'm going to take Pavel. Same. You guys had to hesitate a little bit? You, it, Thornton is, was good. What a little makes bit. Pavel, Thornton's, what makes Pavel a, over? 
Thornton's good, and he's a good two-way defenseman, but Datsuk, he's not a liability on defense, and he's a better creator, better playmaker. Mm-hmm. All right, and here's the uh, last one. Four and five is Malkin against Carlson, Eric Carlson from Ottawa. That's, ooh, God. What do you think, Jay? Um... I know which way I'm leaning, but I'm not really sure. You know what? Give me Evgeny Malkin. I'm going to go away from take the player who does more things. Give me Carlson. Interesting. Why, Why, Jay? Um, He's the best offensive defenseman in the league. He's probably the best offensive defenseman the league's had in a while. But, um... It's just like having another offensive forward out there. That's true. Well, Malkin is a way better all-around player. Malkin is so is is so good with he was he did so good with Crosby. You know, do you think? And he's underrated. Yeah, I, people I, don't give him the credit because of Crosby, but he's a very good. Right, I was gonna say I, I think he had a lot to do with um how how good he how good those teams were because of how good he is like any other team he's the number one player but he's with Sidney Crosby so he's the number two so we took Nick yep Nick or Carlson I know you guys are going to take um, Nick on this one right because <laughs> Nick over Carlson all day between those two yep 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 um, so Jay you said Carlson oh, okay and then Spencer said Malkin. Okay, next next round. We're okay. So next round, we're gonna go with um, Jay. You said Carlson. Um, so this is gonna be Lindstrom against Carlson. Are you still sticking with Lindstrom? Oh yeah. All right. I can see Lindstrom going on the way for us. Um, Spencer, same thing. Nick versus Malkin. Nick. Nick all day. Okay. Um, and then I said Crosby and Pavel. Hmm. It's a hard one. Hmm. Unbiased me says Crosby. Biased me says Datsuk. Jay, I'm thinking the same exact thing. Like, I want to pick Datsuk, but I, I think I'm going to have to go with Crosby if I'm being you know, unbiased. No. Even unbiased me says Datsuk. Oh, alright. Um, I have to I have to go with Crosby, man. You just can't... I think Crosby was one of those players that Yes, Datsuk was one of those one in a million players. You're not going to see like that some somebody like him again. But Crosby is just like that. I think Crosby is like our LeBron James of the NHL. The way how much hate he takes, and he just takes it, and then he just puts up I mean, crazy he, numbers. He, he deserves some of it. He- so LeBron could be some kind of a same, you know, as well. Um, but they go out and they continue to give these numbers hey. out every day. Don't you talk about Brown? <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> um, so Jay, for you, it's uh, Datsuk versus Nick Lindstrom. What do you think, Nick? There's a reason why he's called the perfect human. He is considered one of the best players of the 2000s decade. And you, and he. Do you believe he's one of our best players? 
Yes, he was also considered one of the best players of the 90s as well. He, he's also considered maybe one of the best, if not the best Sweden player. Yep. Yeah, I, I think Nick would... Um, I think whoever did this, Nick, was not rated high enough. I agree. Um, so it was only Nick and Carlson as two defensemen, you know? So I think Nick should have been top three, but hey, I didn't make this list. So, Spencer, for you, yeah. you have Crosby versus Lindstrom. I think I know who you're going to pick, but tell me why you picked that person. Uh, I'm going to take Nick Lindstrom as well. Because he, he's the perfect guy to start a team. I mean, he just he, he was such a well-rounded defenseman. He did everything right. And off the ice, he was a great guy, too. So it's hard to go wrong. I'm taking first ballot Hall of Famer, arguably the best defenseman ever. Yeah, I'm taking Nick. Yeah, I, and I, I, think, I think Lindstrom is by far my favorite player to watch in a long time. I mean, Sergei Fedorov's my favorite player of all time. Just throw that out there, by the way. But I think Lindstrom, the, what he did for 20 years, right? What, how long was he in the league for? At least... 20? I think 20. About right. So, what and, he did from the 90s into the 2000s, and he had like over 500 points, man. That's just insane. That's, he had, yeah. He won the cup twice. He... Um, he won the cup four times. Oh, dude, I thought he only won it twice. No, both back to back years, 02 and uh, 08. Oh, no, 07. Oh, oh, 08. Oh. oh, 08. He was in for all four. Okay. So he won the four Stanley Cups, and he also he played like over 100, over 100 playoff games, and he put up a ton of points in there. Like, he's just an all around perfect player perfect human per- yeah yeah perfect human there you go um who would you guys say your top three favorite for goalies are right now or i guess of all time i guess you could say goalies favorite goalies of all time yeah Ooh. who is your top goalies of all time in our generation uh because you know uh, we're not, i'm not gonna throw out some guy that played in the 40s and 50s because we never watched him right we wouldn't want to do that uh, I know my. Ah, oh, God! It what probably... counts as our time? I mean, like uh, Bordor, so uh, Hashik, you know those guys like that. Um, it would be uh, Hashik and Wah, and I don't even think there's much debate about that anywhere. My personal favorites, uh, man, I don't... my personal favorites would be Hashik, uh, Chris Osgood. And I'd probably want a Henrik Lundqvist. Mm, yeah. Okay. My my personal favorites would be Quick Lundqvist and and Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah, Ozzy. Ozzy would would be my number one. Um, I loved Berdor. My number two, and Patrick Waugh. As my number three, because Patrick I was Wall. I was a huge okay. So the, the when I when I was a young lad, I I jumped on my very first bandwagon. It was the Colorado Avalanche. They had the best team. I thought was the best team. Um, 
they had Sackick, they had Wah, they had all those guys, Forsberg, and they were the best team to play in any NHL games for like five years straight. But and you should be kicked out of the state for saying that. <laughs> and exactly, and I didn't realize I'm not how joking. I well, listen. I'm taking your Red Wings fan <laughs> card away. Exactly, I didn't realize how bad that was to be a Colorado Avalanche fan until I gro- started growing up and realizing like like oh my god we hated these guys <laughs> and my dad was like why are you an Avalanche fan you know and like, he's a diehard Red Wing fan he's watched Red Wings his whole whole life he was he's over you know he's over 60 years old so he's seen the Red Wings in every form they've been you know so he's like why that shouldn't be a, you, sh- you shouldn't be allowed to live here <laughs> so um, but yeah, that's why Patrick Waugh's on there. That's why Sackick's one of my favorite players. Why Forsberg's one of my favorite players. Just because those guys were so good to watch. And I think that's why I think they were good. And I also liked... I, don't know, I, liked, I liked hockey at the time. Was I good at it? No. Couldn't skate. I could shoot. Can't skate. Um, but yeah, See, I tried hockey. I can't say that I remember watching Waugh or Forsberg or... Sakic. I don't ever remember watching Fedorov as a Red Wing, at least not live. Oh. I vaguely remember watching Iserman live. Um, I didn't. The big players I loved when I started watching hockey were Datsuk, Setterberg, Martin St. Louis, um, Chelios, Lidstrom. Um, I think you just started having Ovechkin, um, Vincent LeCavalier. Uh, Joe Thornton, although I never liked the Sharks, but he was around. You had the Sundin twins. Yeah, and that's that's where I, I guess I was I was before though I was before that I was with the um, the Eisermans, the Fedorovs because like I I'm not gonna lie my own thing was on my TV was hockey, it was Red Wing hockey. My dad was obsessed with Red Wing hockey. Um, into from I mean I was born in '95, so like. Like I don't remember the ninety, the nine, like the uh, late nineties and all that. Vaguely, I very vaguely remember because um, I remember going. We went to the NHL Hall of Fame. That's just after the um, uh, Red Wings won it, and um, I was like three years old, or something like that. So, but I remember watching, like at four or five years old, watching these guys play. Um, uh, Brett Hall. Uh, you know, Iserman, Chelios, a young Lindstrom, you know, and, and it's just, those guys really, uh, you know, Sackick, those, the, the rivalry between, the 90s rivalry between the um, Red Wings and Avalanche, I think, are my is my favorite rivalry of all time. In front, probably behind Michigan State and Michigan, of course, but those two were the best hockey to watch for such a long time. So I think that's why hockey back then hockey was more fun for me than it is now, and I could start a debate right now. But I'd rather watch hockey from the '90s into the early 2000s over this foo foo crap we have going on right now. Excuse crap. But hockey right now, not good. I don't know. I think it's still pretty entertaining. I mean, yeah, I, I, I like. I wish there's a little bit more fighting. Just because uh, it's fun to watch other people beat the crap, but I don't know. I still enjoy it. So who who uh, who was your favorite to watch growing up? I know you're gonna uh, say a lot of Detroit guys, right? But 
who else like yeah. other than oh uh, man i didn't really get into hockey until the like oh seven oh eight like right when the right around when the red wings won that title um just was never a hockey kid i, I watched but i watched like every game the, the two years in a row they went to the finals um like my favorite players obviously nicolette strum is my favorite player of all time um I've always been an Ovi fan. I love him. Uh, always like Pavel Datsuk, uh, Zetterberg. God, uh, man, ah, oh, God, I I do vaguely remember the uh, the old uh, Red Wings uh, Rockies or not Rock Rockies Avalanche <laughs> uh, rivalry. Yeah, I'm still in baseball mode, as yeah, you can yeah. see. I, yeah, hey, it's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, uh, Patrick Waugh is really good. Yeah, and, um, I guess that's, yeah, like, that's hockey I'm used to. Um, and I still love hockey now, but I just, I don't know, I catch myself wanting to watch hockey from, you know, the 90s and 2000s, and, um, I remember when I went on a, do you remember when I went on a Kopitar rant for some reason? I was obsessed with Andre Kopitar? Yes. God. What was wrong with me? I love him. I mean, I still do. But man, I, mean, I was obsessed what's, what's with him. What's still wrong with you? I, yeah, that's a lot wrong with me. <laughs> but I was obsessed with Andre Kobardar. I don't and know it, what yeah, it was. Every time we played the NHL game, you it had to be the, the Kings. Kings. I had to be the Kings. I had to be the Kings, man. They had... You just sitting there. With, I, we couldn't score on you because of Jonathan Quick, and yeah. then you would just light us up with Anzi Kopitar. Uh, Kopitar with the snipe. Dangle, oh. the wheel, wheel snipe, Sally boys. Snipe, Sally boys. Yeah, I did so. like I liked Yarmir Yager too. He was fun to watch growing up. He was, yeah, he really was too. He, him and uh, and I forgot about Jay with uh, Saint Louis. I loved him. Uh, Saint Louis, he was fun to watch, man. Uh, who was it? Rick Nash for the uh, oh yeah, Predator? Rick Nash. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. Okay. Yeah. You guys didn't hear it because I was rant. I was ranting for a good twenty seconds, gotcha. and he had a great lineup of St. Louis, Le Cavalier, and uh, was it Mike Richards? I think it was He's, Mike. You said Tampa Bay, Richards. right? Yeah, that's what I and thought. As it was I Tampa Bay until he got traded to the Rangers for. Yeah. It wasn't Rick Nash. That's a Rick Nash. No. Can't think of the name of who he got traded to the Rangers for, but St. Louis. I uh I liked watching him. He was a short little dude, and he was quick, man. He was so quick, and he was quick even when he got older when he was in New York. So even when he was older in uh, Tampa Bay, still too. Um, Ek Subban's one of my players too. Subban, yeah, yeah he's a unfortunately, great unfortunately, he's fallen off the past two years. Yeah. Um, Jay Steven Stamkos getting up there in age. How many more years do you think this man has, and you think he can get another Stanley Cup? He should be able to get it. I don't high think he's Bay. won a Stanley Cup. I thought he got one. I don't think Tampa's ever won it. Or with Stamkos, obviously they won it in 05. Right. Yeah, he didn't start playing until a couple years after that. They got to the Stanley yeah. Cup, I thought, right, and lost. That's what it oh, was. They've gotten to it, but I think they've that's what never it won it. I think they lost to Chicago. Okay, he should. I mean, he has a great chance to win it this But of being the elite level player he is, he might only have three more seasons of it. If he can stay healthy, he's coming off a brutal injury. Like right before uh, 
everything shut down. Uh, he, do you think, do you think he's a caliber player or a caliber a hockey player as he could be in the same talks as Crosby and Ovechkin? Yes, if when he's healthy, he's a top three player. Okay. I can agree with that. I think Steven Stamkos is one of my favorite guys right now to watch. I don't know about you, but he's a wizard, man. He's really good. You know who was fun to watch and's kind of fallen off is Patrick Kane. Yeah, he's yeah. been kind of fallen. That whole team. Yeah. Well, they're all old now. Yeah, the whole yeah. team. Yeah. Taves and Kane are all old. It's true. Yeah. And on super mega deals, so luckily they've drafted pretty well lately. You know who I like as well as Patrice uh, Bergeron? I hate Patrice Bergeron. I freaking, I think he's awesome. The only Boston player I can say that I might be able to like is Zidane Ochara. If you if you ever see the people he tries to fight, they, he always pick. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got the advantage because he's like six seven two twenty. <laughs> he looks. Yeah, like and a, then he when he goes like... up against somebody who knows how to fight, he gets. That is also very true. He looks like Yao Ming in hockey. You know, like he's that's what he's compared to because hockey players uh, are like that he's big. a lot bigger than Yao Ming. Is yeah, it Dana? Ming is, six, Yao Ming is like a six, seven six, five twig. That's true. So Char is six nine two sixty. Oof. Uh, Yao Ming is like seven. I don't know, maybe one ninety. Seven six seven six three ten. What? He is the now? stringiest uh, three hundred. Spencer, look up what he was in, in NBA during his prime. I don't think he was three ten. He, he pretty he's much looked like Twiggy. He's fat now, yes, but I, that's probably what that is. I listed him at three eleven. Would hmm. never have guessed that. Maybe that it's was he's so that was freaking huge. Well, I mean, you got to think though. He's like a foot taller. He's all than Chara. Yeah, but I mean, just compare him to Shaq. He's what got four inches on Shaq, and they looked worlds different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but Shaq was like a physical specimen, though. Apparently, Yao Ming was never stop or didn't stop him from yeah. getting bullied by Shaq. Most, was Shaq early seven one three twenty four. Never, never would have guessed that. If that's if what's his name's that much, no, I never would have guessed that. Shaq's a beefy boy, but Char was fun to watch because oh, he's yeah. so big. That is, yeah, and he's getting there in age as well. Yes, he is almost forty. God. Actual Chara, yeah, <laughs> dude's old. Wow, wow, um, three, yeah, he's what 43. 43. Oh, god, is he still playing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my god, all right, then. Wow, well, cheers to you, uh, big tall hockey player, big tall boy. Um, thanks guys for listening to this podcast. This was a cluster crap. Shoot, listen, but. this podcast, we're here to have fun. Wait till we wait, wait, wait till we get in the same room. We're gonna rant. Are you not entertained? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rant about something, we'll go off topic for a little bit, but hey, that's what we're here to do. Get we're us in the have, same room. Yeah, get in the same room, watch out. Uh we're here to have fun. You know, um our podcasts are doing well so far, so I'm proud of what we're doing. Thank you guys to you and to Jay and Spencer. You guys are amazing. Great teammates. I love you guys. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Thanks for um, being on this team with me. Um, we've had this vision for a couple years. For me, I mean, I've, I've been trying to get this vision going for a couple years. I'm like, this would be fun. Um, let's, let's, not, uh, let's not 
get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so the people listening, Dip does 95 to 99% of the legwork on this thing. I would agree with that. Yeah. We, we, if, yeah, Dip deserves most of the credit because he's doing, you know, nine-tenths of the work. Thank you. And, I, but listen, I, you guys... We're talking and Spencer somewhat runs the Twitter account sometimes. <laughs> Dip's been doing more work on that Twitter lately than me. I've been, man, at 3 Idiot Sports, baby. I've been trying, dude, just to get it out there and tell these people we, you know, we have a decent podcast to start. Wait till we get this quarantine over. The podcast is gonna sound better, act better, be more crisp in the the way it flows. Uh, the topics will be better because sports will be going on, fantasy football will be going on. We're gonna be freaking doing fantasy football left and right. And that's fantasy football is giving me a chub. Yeah. Okay. And and um, but yeah, to you guys is. I ha- I do I do a lot of the work, but I love um, editing videos and um, doing that kind of stuff. And you two are very smart with sports, so very, very smart. So you two is you two are who I need. So if listen, if you guys get offered by ESPN, just remember, remember me. Dip has first dibs. Remember me. I, I will live with you guys. Now, nah, if I get offered by ESPN. The little people, screw you. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. <laughs> it's a, I'm just kidding. You know, you guys know I wouldn't forget about you guys. Uh, yeah. So thank you too for hanging out with me and doing this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Go ahead and follow our Twitter, and also uh, look at lifefuels.com. Just go to that website. They uh, have amazing products, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye bye. Peace out, guys.